Welcome everybody to the Friday night show. It is just in time before 12 o'clock. Want two minutes to go. So a lot is going on in the world right now. And what I want to tell people is this. Yes, the Ukrainian missiles did sink that ship. Truth be told that they wanted to hide it, but it came out. Those missiles were Ukrainian. And yes, they took out two Russian ships as a fact. <clears throat> so my thing is that I keep telling people that people really don't understand. I understand that you worried about nuclear war and I understand that you worried about things going chaotic. Yes, Russia has nuclear weapons. But here's the fact that people are not realizing. He's getting his own little plan handed back to him times 10 because the ukrainians who are such a small area are pushing the big mighty russian force back with barely having any weapons that they're not getting from us and other places now the big boy can cross the border if he wants to but if you can't handle Ukraine, how in the world would you handle the United States? And then, not to mention Britain and all these other NATO countries, it's going to hit you harder than one section of the old former Soviet Union versus the nations. I think you need to rethink what you're doing because, like I said, you lost two big ships. Well, one was your flagship and one was your supply ship, I should say, correct? Lost them both. Lied about how they went down. Truth come out, it was what they said it was. You just didn't want your Russian soldiers to be discouraged. But here's the thing. They lost grounds. They found bodies. They know the atrocities. And they stopped calling you a... Uh, president now they're calling you a dictator so whatever plan is going on and to my brothers he ain't ready is all i can say he can act all tough and have his finger on the button but i know we got enough stuff to deflect that button quick i don't even think he would even get a, a chance to even press the button fast enough before it would be shot down or blow that where he's at the thing is, you think that you got us, but in reality, here's the thing, you're not the big boy on the block. The United States has always been back in NATO. You're not fighting just one big boy. You're fighting a few of those big boys. So all I can tell you is this. Just know your game plan. Be smart. Stop while you're ahead before you open up a can of worms and that old saying goes, you don't want to release the American dogs, as you call us. So if you want to release that and you want to keep on and you want to keep pressing buttons and you want to keep getting compared to the other guy, and maybe this is just a thing to say, hey, if I can go one step higher than him, that would make me better than him. But here's the thing, that ain't going to work this time. 
So with that being said, a lot of times when you go into these little engagements, you keep losing ground. You keep losing weaponry and tanks and planes and ships, like big ships. And you're losing the towns that you once had. It almost sounds like the whole plan might be backfiring because I heard plan A didn't work, plan B didn't work. This is plan C, and apparently they seen your ship and blew it up. And then your bigger ship, your main bigger ship. So plan C is not working. So I guess we're on plan what D now for these nuts. Oh, I'm just playing. I know I can't be personal, but it just drives me to think that this is history actually repeating itself. Oh. It's literally repeating itself. One guy did it, it didn't work. The next guy did it, it didn't work. The next guy did it, it didn't work. And the last guy who did it, Nazi regime, didn't work. And now here we go with you. And I'm not saying this to be political or wrong or all that because I'm a man of peace. But what I am saying is just stop before somebody accidentally do cross into that border. And there's no going back once they cross that line. The men they still foot in one of the NATO countries. They're coming if they're not already there. You couldn't beat Ukraine at your own game. What makes you think you're going to beat the power that's over your power? Again, like I said, I can't give out no advice, but I would just say if I was in his shoes, I would never even start this in the first place. Because one, I'm going to look to see like, why? What are they doing to these other countries that's doing this? And now I'm going to go do it. Didn't pay attention. Really don't care. But the sad thing is, instead of Nazis killing the Jews, this is Germany, I mean, not Germany, Russia, killing Ukrainians. And sorry for that mess up with the countries. But both dictators did the same thing, basically, correct? only difference is Hitler was just a little bit over you because he took Europe. You can't even take Ukraine. Dang. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to say that. But again, just saying, stop. Just, just, just stop. Because this is not looking too good for you as the, uh, the, uh, whatever you want to call yourself. So, we're gonna move along, move along. So there was a big shooting in the subway up in where Dexton. A big shooting in the subway. Oh uh, yeah, this happened station. on Brooklyn, New York. This was Tuesday morning. Someone came in dressed as a construction worker and just absolutely unleashed hellfire. Smoke grenades were set off. Gasoline was on the place it was set on fire fireworks were shot off a glock 9 was shot off several times he had a high-powered rifle a stun gun 
this man was set to do something big if he hadn't been stopped. And he managed to get away clean initially. He dumped the construction worker outfit and just walked out of the subway like anyone else. But they traced him and they found him. His name is Frank James. He's 60 years old and had an apartment in the East Village. They say he tipped them off to where he was at. So it's like he wanted to get caught. Dang. My thing is... People in New York just don't care. Yeah. Let's see. Here's a killer part. Let's say you get more by marking yourself. And you remember they were saying how people do all these mass killing with assault rifles? But if he can go on there and do all these things with everything plus assault rifles, wouldn't that just prove the point that assault rifles ain't as bad as they say they are? Because that's the thing. You can kill a man with something as simple as your finger. You can kill a man with something as simple as a paper clip or pen. Hey, you can kill a man with a toothpick. True. You but, can kill a man with a lot of things. Yeah. But so, when it comes to relative danger, it's more or less what the what the thing was designed for. Like a toothpick is designed for cleaning out teeth. Your fingers are designed for picking up things. What is an assault rifle designed for? It has no other use. Combat. Exactly. It has no other use. Well, but we're in St. Louis. It's military combat down here. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. See, so you get it right. Stay strapped if you need to. Because uh, as I see it, I go up in the gas station and the dudes walking around with Dracos and ARs and AK-47 rifles. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, really? And public like that? It used to be a time when a black man walked up in the gas station with a gun. He getting shot. <laughs> yep. They walking up in the gas station, picking up their cellar, talking to people like, yeah, man, ooh, gun just sitting right down the counter. I'm looking around like, okay. I ain't going to drop no names where that's at. But anyway, <laughs> it was just kind of wild. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me go ahead and get my baby out. So I made sure I had my 40 on my side. My old six side, I love that black six side gun. All still ready to go. 250. Interchangeable frame. Ooh. And I tell you that gun is a heart stopper. Almost what the other calibers. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna stick to my 40. And it's so easy. Just cock it back, turn the switch, send it forward, put the new head in, boom, boom, and change it. Uh actually the uh the magazine fits the same magazine for each round. That's how cool that gun is. Ooh, six out. And I'm not just shooting it out as a promotional thing for six out. I'm just saying this is me and my gun, my personal gun, my gun that I love. I mean, there was other guns, but there was no gun like my gun. Put that word go. Stop just walking around. And I will tell you, I have had a lot of guns, and everybody in the house will tell you, my dad can sense his gun because he'll walk around and do this like, where you at? Where you at? And she's like, hey, I'm right here. But there's just a good feeling about having something that you enjoy, you know? And like I said, that's 
AK-47s, yes, assault rifle, yep. yes, a combat rifle. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, though. They have been that way from the beginning. Shut up. From the Thompson gun. Correct. The Tommy. So many different guns, even the potato gun they created. So many guns can shoot that many rounds with that many persuasions, right? And you're saying because the corkage is a two two three or it's a five five six or seven six. Wait. Who? Oh. She said Taylor. Who? She said Taylor. Who is it? Oh, oh, oh. Pearl Okay. Oh, shit. Looks like we have a guest. All right. Let's go to a music break. They just jumped Lily right there. Who did? What? Huh? Stay invited her to a party and then go jump her. It makes her. What the? Where's she at? She's right here.
personal thoughts.
We had to take an extended intermission due to circumstances. We will not divulge. Yeah. yeah. Heard some rackets and we went to wrecking it. So, folks, as you know, we was discussing some things about a dictatorship, what's going on with Ukraine, the Russian ships getting sunk, the uh-huh. man with the uh, train station. Uh-huh. Now, a huge hole in comedy has just been ripped open this week. Tuesday at the age of 67, we lost the incredible voice of Mr. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. You may know him as Iago from Aladdin. You may know him as Digit from Cyber Chase. You may know him as Dr. Wendell from The Fairly Odd Parents. Or you may know him from his stand-ups and his Comedy Central roasts. But one thing's for sure, you knew his voice. Here is just a little snippet. We do not own the rights to this. But he was just to not go acknowledged. Gilbert Scott Reed and and you know, I just uh, wanted to tell you that uh, uh, Steve L. Greeny Greenfield and uh, Steve and Chris, uh, and they're both equally untalented, uh, they have, uh, yeah, it, it's like sometimes you think one's more uh, untalented than the other. No, they're running neck and neck with their lack of talent. Now, they do a public skit show called The Variety Show. And now, uh, what's a nice way of saying it? Huh? Oh, yeah, it sucks the high head. It sucks the high head. But it's a skit show. And that they say it's a four man SNL. It's not a four man SNL. It's a starving man SNL. It's SNL that starts to death and what's left of the rock. And that's what's the point. It's a decomposing part. And Stephen Chris have absolutely no discernible talent 
and that the variety show sucks. Uh, cause it does. It really does. Uh, and if you watch it, you'll see for yourself. Of stage and screen Gilbert Gottfried. Oh man, I grew up watching Gilbert Gottfried. Hey, you just don't know. I got a long history of comics. And Gilbert Gottfried, with that smile and grinning face, that face haunts you. And, and the, the voice. voice. Oh. <laughs> Only a voice and a mother can love. It's, when a, <laughs> it's what happens when a Jew goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> His impersonation of Seinfeld, though, was completely spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't worry, folks. We are not racist in any form or fashion. Yeah. So I'll put that out there. I was raised Jewish myself. And I was raised Catholic. And now we're non-denomination. So therefore, none against any religion, faith, belief, following, gathering, even worshiping. Mm-hmm. Now then, for those who do not know, today was Good Friday. The day that Jesus was crucified. Today was also Passover. The Jewish week of abstaining from yeasts or leavened bread. Because of the plagues in Egypt. There was an unruly raid carried out tonight by Israeli forces at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in eastern Jerusalem. Over 200 Palestinian casualties were reported. On this, the night, also as well, one of the nights of Ramadan. So everybody was gathering to worship tonight. Tear gas, rubber bullets, and all the like upon worshippers worshipping. Unjust, but also unsurprising. Well, at least I have how they got one month. I mean, not one month, one day. Everybody else takes a week. With us, it's one day. That Sunday. Easter Sunday, that's the one day that we all worship him. Oh, yeah, we make coming some, and going. We're making some glow in the dark Easter eggs this year. Yeah. Ain't that, that right, Uni? Right. Now, folks, again, not against anyone, but let's really be honest. When people sit here and they let something like dislike of another culture, belief or faith or following. And you will sit here and destroy that, but yet you want them to respect you and yours. So how can you both destroy each other and then expect to have some type of troops? Now you have Easter coming up and that's gonna be the Christian holiday. So now you're gonna have all three bummy heads all over the same space. Because each one's saying, I mean, claim ownership of it. How can anyone own something that don't belong to them in the first place? Right. The only one that owns this rock and that land and any of the land is either the father 
or the mother or the goddess or both is one union and become the they. Because that's the thing people don't understand and realize you don't know what to expect. You don't know what is and what is not. And for you to sit here and stay clay on a piece of land in each other's leaders or uh, God's names is wrong. That's not worshiping your gods. Am I right? That's more of disrespecting them in that way. So let's get it together and figure this out. You guys are cousins. And you are fighting each other. Your father, their father, both had the same father that sparked off the new beliefs that followed over into what we have now. One man, two sons, civil war, call it how you want to call it. Call it God and Michael and Lucifer, the right hand and the left hand. So either way you look at it, there's a no-win situation. And then the Christians come in. And they're like, well, you know what? We're not going to do all this. We got one day to worry about. After that, they can battle it out. So you really don't count the Christians as being a real factor in the fight. Yes, they're there. Yes, they see you. But guess what? They're not fighting over, oh, this is our land. All they're going to do is worship the holy ground and keep it moving. And Christianity is their way. It worships and keeps moving. They're not committing suicides, like strapping themselves up. They're not sending daggers and things like that through their hearts because they failed the mission. They just say, hey, let's keep it moving. And that's the simple way of looking at it. So that's why I say, yeah, it's messed up that they did that to each other. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're supposed to be worshiping your gods. Why why fight? You could be worshiping your gods, right? The ones that shot the bullets off should have been worshiping their god. And the other ones that did what they did should have been worshiping their god. For a go, no incident. Because you was where you needed to be. Worshiping your gods on these holy holidays or these holy weeks. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It just it's irritating when I hear stuff like that. You're going to burn the name. And I'm pretty sure someone's not telling you to kill yourself and gain these virgins. Because if you remember, even in that book, it says self-murder is a forgotten sin. So it said, worship no one but me, for I am and I will be as it always will be. And then all of a sudden you go and blow yourself up. And wouldn't that right then our scene to his other son? So your seven virgins might be seven demons having fun with you. So just read along them books and really figure out what you're reading. Because mm-hmm. they all say they don't forgive self-murder. That's the one saying they don't forgive. That's an instant seat. Everybody else feel like, oh, this is my 
And that's the thing. The Bible is full of catch 22s. Drink, but don't get drunk. Eat, but don't eat too much. You can have money, but don't have too much money. You see, you can have loves, but don't have too many loves. And that's the thing that people don't realize. We didn't get these terms of marriage and these terms of how people should live into after Constantine fell and it became what? Christianity, right? Because before that, it was what? Paganism and multiple things of that nature. And they all had open lives. They didn't have individuals. And they didn't know what the what the word marriage meant. All they knew was together. And they danced around for the goddess and the gods and the you know many other names. It's just too many to name, but that's what they did. Then up comes Christianity. I mean Christianity. Oh, guess what? We got this new guy on the scene. He's gonna do this, he's gonna do this. But at the same time, the ones who created this were the ones that was already doing it before he even became born. See what I'm saying? It was already there. They just hid it under something else. And then when he came, they had their symbol. But everything about him is backwards in the books. Everything is backwards. Where he was from, well, not where he's from, but where he, where they found him at. How old he was. What area were they really in when they found him? And in the scrolls, it says all that. But here's the thing. The church can't have that. So they make them do what? The crusades, find these documents, crush and burn what they want to, keep the rest for themselves. So you have to understand, it's a lot of concepts behind that. But have I been talking too long? Oh, no, we're all right. All right. So, yeah, so that's the whole concept about that whole argument where, I don't know, it just, it, it just, oof, you know, it just hits you right here because it doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing that? Then you have the church and you doing your thing, which is okay. Whatever you feel is right, I'm not here to judge you. But at the same time, Maybe you should be a mediator, I mean, mediator in between the two because you have nothing to lose either way. And at the same time, you got these men already sitting down at the table. But what you need to do is talk to the other guys. You need to go and talk to these guys who are in the jungles, who are in the deserts, who are in the swamps, and bring them to the table and say, hey, so what is it that we're going to look? We ain't heard of a but I do send a message of we're trying to negotiate with you guys and let's get this down. Because one man terrorist is a freedom fighter. You don't know what these guys are fighting for when they go there. Oh, and they was taken by wild bushmen. Or they was taken by uh separatists of this and separatists of that. For a long time it was a lot of countries that the United States considered as being separatists, and then all of a sudden we backed them. And recognize them as what a country. So the facts that are is the point. If you don't believe me, you can go look it up. But I'm promising you everything that I'm telling you is a true fact. 
And the reason why I can say that is because I have looked it up and researched it myself and got an understanding of what was the real picture. I can give you a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors and you will believe the tricks that you see. In reality, I'm just their average Joe that just knows how to use my skills good. And that's what's going on here. They gave you the truth, but they put behind that smoke and mirror. And then when it happens, you're like, where'd that come from? But it was already there. It was just in the shadows. It was that that you hear. Or that sound that you hear at night. So that's all I want to say, folks, about that is be strong, do your best, and try to live your life to the fullest because you never know when it's going to end. Now, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and hit that music break. Doing 
I don't know, but it's getting to the end anyway. All right. Yep. All right. Welcome back. Well, <clears throat> so I don't know what's going on right now with a lot of the uh, crypto markets. It's been a little hush-hush. And there's been speculations that some things I heard are not going good in some areas. So I don't know exactly what's going on. I think we're still in the crypto winter. It should be going to become the crypto spring and then summer. And then we should be good to go after that. Now, like I told everybody in the beginning, only put money in that you can afford to lose. All I put in was solar money, uh, trade chip money. Uh, I didn't really, I wasn't really eating fast food, so that didn't really hit me. Oh, rip it money. Gotta love my energy drink, rip it. And uh, that's about it. No, I'm not a big Red Bull fan. It's cool, but it's only good with gin or vodka to me. And even the flavor ones is only good with gin and vodka or tequila, depending on how you like it. And for the dark drinkers, I don't know. I they drink my dark liquor uh, straight. Remy and Coke. Oh, and Hennessy. My old They all work the same. The sweetness turns down the burn and bitterness and makes it more smoother because the acid that's in the soda in the halls with the sugar and the liquor and that steam that people get from drinking it straight, it calms it down to a light, mellow feel so it goes down real easy and smooth. And when you put it on ice, which is on the rocks, it cools it to really soothe it for people to drink it. That's why a lot of people drink their scotches on the rocks, uh, tequila on the rocks. Yeah, rocks is ice. That's a bartender sign. But a lot of times that's what they'll do. They'll drink it with a little ice, two cubes, maybe three, whisk it around, then serve it to you and you sit there and drink it. Down the hatch it goes, you feeling good. The problem is it sneaks up on people who don't realize some bartenders put a little bit extra in there or you got the cheap bartenders that cut you like just a little bit lower so when you go to a high-end place and you get a real one that's made the right way you didn't have two or three of them because that's how many you usually take at the other place well two or three of them then got you on cloud nine and you don't know where you at no more that's why i say folks take it easy when it comes to those smooth tasty drinks because when you drink them they get you that goes for wines it goes for tequilas xo yeah it just smooth slides down that's what i'm saying but the problem is if you drink too much of the xo you on cloud down because you are 
chip and rain to fall and go to sleep and grow up and shake the walls. Well, no, I'm saying in general. So we're not gonna talk about getting people drunk on a live show. No, no, no. Well, she had too much of a good time. There we go. Too much of a good time. I like that better. So she folks. Wow. Some people have those 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 nights where they can do that. With me, it's more of this. I would better meditate my mind. And drink my either my beer or my gin or my vodka, sometimes my tequila. And then my wine, I usually try to do. And I will relax because those are just enough to soothe me where I don't need any more that night. The wine is for the blood and all that. The gin, vodka, or tequila is just me wanting to taste a little something with a little sting to it. And last but not least, The beer. The beer is like a man's go-to drink. Well, guess what? Stop that stereotype. Women do it too. Non-binaries do it too. Everybody goes to their beer. There is not just because it's a man's thing. So, please, stop that. I didn't see construction working women, but women on construction site, and at the end of the day, buying them a Budweiser, okay? Or Coke 45. So stop using that male ego stereotype. That's sad. Shame on us. Shame. Well, I'm just playing because, hey, I roll with you. I think y'all can do anything that anybody else can do. And that's how it should be. We're a strong, up-to-date, independent country. We got out of rules of other place and taken over and took land from Native Americans and then gave them poisonous blankets, killed off night. And they returned the favor by taking out Custer at his last stand. And from there, it just went downhill. Although they won the war, they lost the battle because they still are now on conservation. And for the ones that were shipped over here without no uh, <clears throat> being asked, I ain't talking about the Africans. I'm talking about the uh, Britain folks, you know, things of that nature. And then they brought the Africans over. Just like the Mayans and the Aztecs. It was just, it's so horrible how many times when an invader comes and they just take out a whole area, right? It's just horrible. And then you only leave a few around like an endangered species. Oh, this is the such and such. There's only a few hundred of them that like, dang, we're an endangered species now. And that's what I'm saying when I say it's some messed up numbers out here. 
But fans, tell me this. What I would love for you guys to do is I would love for you to gear up, get up, and move around. Stretch, move around. Don't do a lot of heavy lifting or anything, but no, move your legs around, stretch it out, punch it out. Just get moving. Because just a little bit of movement will, believe it or not, help you in the long run. More movement is great. But if you don't want to do it, just a little movement, going to the bathroom, uh, getting up, go to the icebox, make you a snack or something. You're still moving around, moving them bodies. Don't be like me sometimes. I'll be so tired, I fall asleep on each other. And I'm like, oh, crap. Well, and that's because I work a lot and I do a lot. And I'm doing shows four days a week because I'm trying to get those sponsors and things like that that's going to help me succeed in my dream, which is building the Axel J Kingdom house and my foundation that I want to build to help the homeless and help people in need. If we can get more good guys out here and people sit there and stop the stereotype of saying, oh, because you're not this, you're not for the people. I want to be for the people. I want to be for the ones who need us. The ones who will say, hey, I'm about to lose my life. Can you help me? I want to say, well, how much do you like? How much do you have? I'll make a deal with you. If you go and put this on there and come back, and I'll go ahead and give you my donation of this, and we go from there. I want them, if young ladies need a place to go, I want to have them a place to go where they can go, get away from a bad situation, and get transitional help, have volunteers and counselors there. A place where you can lay your head. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just how things are. I see so many shelters overcrowded and all that. And I'm not saying become a shelter. What I'm saying is become a, a overnight quick stay or maybe up to a week. Somewhere along that. And the reason why I say that is because we need more things like that. And for our young man, hey, look. If you need a place and all that, and we can build one for you guys separate from the girls, then it will work because we don't want no dramas and things like that. But at the same time, we do want to help you because we don't want you out here in these streets when the wrong thing happens to you or the wrong person come in your life. And man, it just made it 10 times worse. When I think things and my friends and my nieces, nephews, and my very own children, my cousins and all of them, I think to myself, what would somebody do for me? When I want somebody to do something for my answers, I would do for theirs. If my answer is always yes, then that should show you where you can be strong enough to do that. If it's no, then it's just not meant for you to do. But I feel that I have a calling that's telling me, hey, you need to keep saying things here and there and put it out there. Tell people what's going on in the world. Don't let them keep hearing the odd story. Somebody might have been at work and didn't even know what was going on. You know what I mean? People didn't even know certain 
Stores like Jerry Lewis was dead. They thought he was still alive. And I'm like, no, Jerry Lewis. Huh? I forgot he died. See? That's what I'm saying. How's Jerry Lee Lewis doing? He's still alive. Cool. Jerry Lee Lewis, the uh, Great Balls of Fire. Oh, yeah. Is he? Yeah. 86 years old, still kicking. Wow, 86 years old. Still runs a bar in Memphis. Great Balls of Fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I once, yeah, saw I, ex, so. I once saw a guy do the song. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he would light the piano on fire while he was playing it. Craziest stuff I'd ever seen. Only in Memphis. This guy they got the fire hands, I guess. <laughs> Dude literally lit his piano on fire while he was playing. <laughs> Somebody has psychic abilities. Oh, yeah, so tell you another funny fact that people didn't realize. Oh, are we over our time? Uh, Yeah, just a little bit. All right, folks, so we're over our time. I'm going to go ahead and send us out. Didn't mean to keep you over. Uh, Jay Kingdom out. LG is out. The Dynasty. Uni. The J. Master Dixon, the Ash. Good night, everybody. Time, Adam C. That's pretty good. Great. Thank you.